Hey, welcome to the Scamp Life Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Chris. And today we are thrilled to have a special guest, Lindsay Sigler. Welcome. Hi, friends. (laughs) Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Guess the first time we interacted was the first ScampCon, right? Because you presented then, and that's where I met you. And I was like, she is totally cool. Uh, Yeah, we had a lot in common. Yeah, so it was (laughs) nice to have you uh, doing another session for us, uh, for ScampCon 3, and for being on here. Let's start out with you just kind of introducing yourself. Tell the peeps who you are and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Lindsay Sigler. Um, I, most of my background is actually in theater, not in camp. Um, theater was my first love, and I said camp is my second love. I had a little bit of time where I was a theater teacher, realized I loved working with kids, but wanted to do it in a setting that wasn't in a classroom, which is how I ended up in the camp world. Um, but I've worked in traditional outdoor camps. I've worked at space camp. I worked at uh, a performing arts camp. So a little bit of everything there. And now I'm getting my master's um, in stage management. So I feel like space and theater, those are kind of completely <laughs> different camps. That's crazy. Yeah, people used to laugh at me when I went there because um, most of the other counselors were like physics majors and things like that. And I'm like, I'm a theater major. <laughs> well, <laughs> Chris, you didn't see uh, Neil Armstrong and, and Buzz doing their skit on the moon? I missed it. No? Missed okay. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was all acting, right, Kurt? It was all <laughs> fake. That's uh, the theater, the acting. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's get into that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other can of worms. Right, right. Um, so uh, you, you've talked about your camp experience. You've talked about kind of theater. I'm kind of curious, stage management, what does that entail? So uh, it's basically being a camp director of a theater performance. Okay. Um, so we, you know, we schedule everything. We document everything. We take notes at every meeting. We're the person who sends out rehearsal schedules. And when like the show is running, we're the person who tells the lights and sound and set to move and to do all of the things. So we have to stay consistent and make sure everybody else is staying consistent. So that's the one that you talked about last time was being like Mm -hmm. replaceable and having that whole binder of everything, which was so cool. It was one of my favorite sessions because I thought, you know, if I get back into camping, I'm totally doing this, right? I'm putting everything because it's going to help me from year to year. But can you talk a little bit about what that session was about? Yeah. So um, as stage managers, we create something that we basically call the production Bible. um, And it holds every piece of paperwork that we ever use. Um, And the main things that I think are really um, useful in the camp world, the main one is for every rehearsal and performance that we do, we, we provide a report because not everybody is in the room for every rehearsal or performance. And so we have notes that we need to get out to everybody um, and it's just a thing that we email out every day. And I think that it, and, and I talked about how it could be something you could utilize in a camp setting where you have, um, different areas to talk about what's happening in the kitchen, what's happening with maintenance, what's happening with programming and the cabins, um, in the infirmary, things like that. Um, just like a, a hub of information to give to everybody. Um, because camp is very spread out depending on the size of it, especially, um, and, you know, Google Drive helps a lot now where you can enter things in real time and people can see it in real time. Um, so that was the main one. But also just kind of writing down what you do every 
time of the day. Um, mm -hmm. I equated that to like when we're calling cues or telling the lights when to go or things like that. We have to write that down because if I'm sick, somebody else has to to come in and do that. Um, right. Cause when I was in my undergrad program for theater, uh, my professor used to talk about um, running under the, if I get hit by a bus mentality. And so the idea is like always operating under that um, and making yourself replaceable, which is a little scary um, because we want to think that we aren't replaceable. Right. Um, and I, <laughs> and I I'm think a lot of people, not, that's for sure. <laughs> a lot of people hold certain things really tight to their chest because they think that knowledge is power. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that does a disservice to the the camp overall. Um, so yeah, just finding ways to to share that information, and then when you leave, it makes life a lot simpler when you're passing it on to the next person. Yeah, well, I like the also the, the idea of not only the director but a program director because the program director mm -hmm. is the one who's usually going out the day to day operations. Yeah, and so if they are sick, yeah, having that binder or that bible just so that somebody can go, oh, what does he or she do during the day? Okay, here I should be here and there, and I need to check on this person, blah blah blah, but. Yeah, that's great idea. Great idea. Yeah. I, I remember watching that a couple of years ago and I started my binder. I should have brought it over because I failed miserably and I did not complete <laughs> it or anything. But I have a really good start on it. <laughs> so, Completing it's the hardest part. That's right. So what are some other tools and tricks you can transfer from theater over into the camp world? Um, well, a big one is learning how to utilize your voice and how to project and mm. things like that. We used to do exercises where we'd be like in a football field. Uh, this is when I was in high school, but um, and we would be in the bleachers and our teacher would be on the field and we'd have to, you know, say these things out loud, loud enough to where um, they could hear us. And, you know, especially with people wearing masks a lot more and stuff <laughs> now, you know, the theater people are the ones you can understand. Um <laughs> But that's a big part of it. Um, also, just like the improvisation, um, you know, finding ways to have a conversation with anybody and to kind of make something up out of nowhere to talk to people, I think is huge. Um, even with kids, you know, being able to kind of pull that out of the hat. It's like every conversation mm -hmm. with a kid is kind of like an improv scene because you don't right. know where they're going to go with it. That's um, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So I think those are a lot of the big things, um, organization as well. And also one of the things that always uh, makes people laugh is, you know, when I do a show, there's an opening date. People have bought tickets. It's the same thing with camp. There's an opening date that's set and it might feel like everything's not going to come together, um, but it's going to happen because it has to. And that's, you know, something that I like to tell myself a lot. Um, and we just got to fake it till we make it and make it look like <laughs> the craziness yep. isn't actually happening. Yeah, that's what I felt like every time when I was a counselor and there would be each week a new group would come in. I feel like I was on stage and uh, almost playing a part. And hopefully these kids will enjoy the part. And um, yep. But, yeah, I always get those butterflies every time. It didn't mm -hmm. matter how much experience I had. And then finally somebody was like, well, you get those butterflies because it, you care, right? If you yeah. didn't have that, you'd be like, eh, whatever. And, uh, and I was like, okay, well, I like that. Is that Whether why it's I stopped not, getting the like butterflies? That. <laughs> that must be why. I, I stopped getting them. I don't know. Every day. <laughs> I used like, to get yeah. butterflies every time I'd talk to you, Kurt. Now, I don't care anymore. <laughs> so. Oh, my heart is a flutter. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, Camp Soliloquy. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I guess let's start off with what's the purpose or, or what do you see is going to be the purpose of the camp and how will it be run? Like, is it an overnight camp? Is it a day camp? That kind of thing. 
So a lot of the details are still kind of fuzzy. It's sort of my like dream brain child right. of sorts. Um, but I do know that I want it to be a place where people from all backgrounds, all you know, walks of life, everything can come together and, and make art. Um, and it's really important to me to make it accessible to people that um, may not typically be able to afford summer camp. Um, so finding like ways to scholarship people in and, and have, um, you know, those kind of options is really important because I think the arts is something that isn't accessible to a lot of people. Um, and it's something I'm talking a lot about in my uh, grad school program right now is, um, and, and the theater that we're making has to reflect the audience, but if there are certain audiences that aren't able to make it to see theater, then we're not, there's a lot of stories that we're not able to tell. So it's basically trying to find all these different types of stories to tell and then finding the people who want to hear them and kind of bringing all of that together mm -hmm. um, and just making it a safe haven for people. You know, that's what theater really was for me. It became my family. It was, you know, the big group of weirdos that I love to spend my time with. Um, and I never felt weird being myself there. And camp is very much the same for me. So it's kind of bringing the two loves of mine together and, and kind of forming this ultimate um, love child. I, I love when I love when people say, you know, oh, just a bunch of theater weirdos or band geeks or yeah. choir, you know, weirdos, because those theater people, those choir people, all the uh, well, not all of them, but a lot of the, you know, the star celebrities or, you know, like the pop the stars, cool they all came from those kinds of, yep. you know, they were the weirdos and, and that type of yep. thing. And uh, now now look at them. Granted, that's a one in a million, but they still were part of that. So you, you're like somewhere. Justin Timberlake. He's the coolest guy ever. Oh, he was in a choir. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Yep. That's what, that's what people say. Oh, Chris Calla, he's the coolest guy ever. Oh, he was in band. That explains it. Yeah, no one's, I've never heard oh, that no one, ever. Yeah, I don't think I have either, actually. Okay, so Kurt said it so well, and I knew I would, I was going to butcher this name, Soliloquy. Very right? good. Wow. So what in the world, why, what is Soliloquy? <laughs> so you had it, you had it. Soliloquies are probably most known from like Shakespearean times, but essentially a soliloquy is when um, a character goes on stage and they speak their truth to the audience. And so for me, that was very representational of like what I wanted the community at camp to be, you know, a place where we can all go and we can speak our truth. We can stand in our truth and we can just, um, you know, be who you are, on, be who we are on top of the shows that we're putting on just like as people being able to do that, I think is really important. Uh, so what are the, like, you're talking about this is your dream camp. What are the hurdles that you, that you have? I mean, why hasn't, why hasn't it become, obviously this year, is, but before <laughs> yeah. that, you know, what are, what are some of those things? Um, a big thing for me is money. Um, yeah. And I think ultimately I'm trying to find kind of a brain partner in the whole thing too, um, because I only have so much time in my day and need to be, you know, making money um, on my own time on top of, you know, finding the time um, and money to be able to put a camp together. Um, so that's been kind of the biggest hurdle for me is figuring out a lot of that fundraising and stuff. And right now it's, you know, kind of even more difficult. So, oh, my cat just ran across the street. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> I have a three-month-old kitten, so he's yes, very Yeah, so cute. I, I love seeing I the pictures on social media. I saw him sticking his head in. I was like, oh, he's going to attack her. I'm so excited. <laughs> yep. um, 
but um, I think I'm just I'm trying to take the time right now to really learn a lot of the ropes of running a camp. You know, I did get a master's degree in camp administration and leadership to kind of learn um, some of the uh, other sides of that. I'm taking some classes in my master's program um, about theater management, which is a lot of similar stuff. There's like some accounting and marketing and, you know, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but just kind of trying to train my brain up too to be able to take on a lot of the different roles before kind of being this the top person in charge um, somewhere because that's a lot of you know it's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure and I'm not quite there yet but I'm getting there. So now camps camps have drama, but I think you work with a different kind of drama. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me, like, it, you know, if, if camps wanted to include that kind of drama, you know, can that be started at any camp? What's what's it like? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is gauging what the the campers are looking for and what their capacity is. So I always suggest that people, if you're not sure, the best thing I think to start out with is just like some improv games and just making scenes that way and just seeing what comes of it. Um, and you can you, that can even tie into skits and, and campfires and things like that, too. But, you know, a drama program doesn't have to be all the bells and whistles and, and anything super fancy um, if that's not what the kids are looking for. But if you have diehard, you know, campers that are really excited about it, I think you can definitely step that up and do full productions, um, you know, kind of depending on what your capacity is and what their capacity is. I, I always see camp as, and I know so many camps are going to the kind of the free choice, right? So it's free choice only. The camps get to do whatever they want. And, uh, and so it makes it their camp in a way. But I've always seen camp as a place to try new activities, right? Mm -hmm. So you try everything. And once you've done that, then you can choose what to go back to. Yeah. Uh, and I think drama or theater or whatever should be part of that rotation. So if it is part of the rotation, let's say you only have an hour at uh, a drama or theater, what would you like to see? Like if you were to put that program together, you've got an hour with these kids, what would you do? Um, I would start with some icebreaker games that are pretty typical at camp, um, you know, and maybe do some ones that are more like amped up and, and require a little bit more creative thinking. Um, and I would just kind of start there, kind of feel them out. I think it's always fun to, like I said, do improv stuff. Yeah. And if you have like a costume closet, pulling that out, because I think that helps people loosen up. And maybe even just some projection work or like voice control stuff where you give them, you know, a piece of text. Like my high school teacher gave us the lyrics to Modern Major General from Pirates of Penzance because oh, yeah. it's like uh -huh. real. Um, and we had to be able to say certain parts of it in one breath. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a challenge, especially if you're nervous. Um, Pretty sure I learned and, that on the Animaniacs, I, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, nurse. <laughs> but yeah, so though I would start with some of those basic things. Um, I wouldn't do anything that pushed people too far out of their comfort zone. And even, you know, with improv games, it could be challenged by choice. Um, yeah. Because I'm, I'm a kid who does not love improv. I love icebreakers and I love stuff like that. But when it comes to improv and acting, I get really anxious about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's let's funny. take drama and a program from just a little rotation to a whole elective and, and doing it longer and for more days. What does that look like? So again, I think some of it depends on how many kids that you have interested in it. Um, and I think you can go kind of one of two ways. I think either you can choose a play, musical, whatever, that's kind of already out there and written. And based on the kids that you have, I would suggest not choosing it ahead of time 
generally, um, unless you know what your program is going to look like. And then you can even have kids that are in it that are doing the painting or they're making costumes and things like that. So you can add that extra element for kids like me who like the backstage work and not the <laughs> onstage work. <laughs> right. Or you could write a play. You could either have the person who's teaching the class write it based on who they have, or um, the kids could help write it, you know, depending on what their interests are. Because I've seen some programs where it's like six people that do it. And so it can be tricky to find a play that's out there, or the kids don't have the capacity to like learn that many lines. So you want a 10 minute, you know, skit more or less. So just kind of feeling it out and building them up and um, making sure that they have fun. I mean, that's kind of the ultimate goal of it at the end of the day is the fun and the confidence, I think, that can come from being on stage in front of people. Chris, I'll be Charlie Brown and you'll be Pigpen. I want, no, I want to be the wah, wah. And that's the teacher. <laughs> the teacher? Wah, okay. Wah. Yep. Yeah, that, those easy lines. <laughs> you got those down. It's true. Now, your camp would be a specialty camp, right? All theater. Yeah. So... Would you think that you would have like obviously the actors and then you'd have the stage hands and then you know, the costume design? Like, is that kind of what you're envisioning? And, and is that the best way to lay out a specialty theater camp? Yeah, um, my original thought is to have two tracks. There's either a performance track or a technical track. Okay. And so you can come in and sign up for classes based on those things. And that doesn't mean that you can't mix and mingle, but I think that. Um, to have your specialty sort of in one area is a good way to start. I, you know, I spent uh, two summers ago because last summer they didn't have camp. I was supposed to be there again, um, but at a performing arts camp. Um, and so it was really cool to watch the way that kids mix into different things. Um, and it also really inspired me to want to eventually branch out of just theater because I think that there's so many other skills from um, a lot of the other stuff that ties into that, like um, they did uh, circus, they had oh, music, okay. they had magic, mm. which is another like thing that I yep. never thought about being great for performing, but like, hello, yep. Um, yep. sleight of hand and, you know, tricking people That's is cool. key. And it's performing, yeah, I, it's performing, yeah. right? You got to keep the attention of the audience and be a little flashy and have your patter Ooh. down. Yeah. Yeah. And I think then, you know, to mixing in some of the traditional camp uh, activities is really important as well, because I think sometimes theater kids have, you know, a reputation for not going outside or uh, <laughs> things like that. So I think it's really important to mix the two and maybe even having like stages that are completely outside. And, you know, because anything can be a performance venue if you try hard enough. Yeah, I grew up in Southern California. So, you know, Hollywood. Yep. And so theater was always something I enjoyed and it just kind of was around. Uh, I'd never did the school plays, but always kind of wanted to. I was just, I had moved from high school to high school. So it was definitely something I was like interested in possibly putting together a specialty camp when I was doing camps. Like I had my Harry Potter camp and I had traditional camp yeah. and I had, you know, Percy Jackson, but I wanted to do a theater camp. I just thought I didn't really, even though I did some, drama classes I wouldn't call myself like an expert so I didn't know if if like I should hire somebody or what can just somebody like me actually put together a camp do you think or should we hire out I mean I think that anybody can learn the basic ropes yeah. of theater is I mean it's like with anything you know you have to dedicate some time to it and and have like earn a respect for it and have a passion for it. And I think that's what makes the best theater is the people that believe in what they're doing and the people that are really passionate about it. 
you know, maybe consulting somebody who's been doing it for a while is like not a bad idea. And that just um, because there can be a lot of tricky stuff. And um, when it comes to equipment, especially like there's a lot of very specialty mm. equipment that can come with it that can, you know, add up to a lot as well. And if you don't know what you're doing, you could be getting the complete wrong stuff. I just had a thought. I'm just going to wait until you write a book on how to create there you go. a theater camp. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you can write the foreword in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm down. And Kurt says he grew up in Southern California, so Hollywood. He liked theater. I grew up in Southern Illinois, so corn. So I had to entertain mm-hmm. myself with acting. He put little and- eyes <laughs> on the corn and be like, hello. Hey, puppetry is, is That's his thing. I had to find something, man. I was like, what can I do to entertain myself here? <laughs> so a lot of camps. There are a lot of camps out there I know that have theater programs or activities or things like that. Any advice, tips, or tricks they can improve their activity on? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just reevaluating it every year. I think, and that goes for any program. I think too often people just get comfortable with what they're doing and they're like, oh, it's fine, it's working. Um, But finding ways to really talk to the people that are in the heart of it. Because theater is ever evolving, too. And with a lot of the state of the world right now, I think a lot of what we're choosing to say on stage can be really important, too. And creating the world is upside yeah. down. For sure. <laughs> Pulling and, my Hamilton you know... <laughs> reference there. <laughs> you got it. At least one. <laughs> but, you know, and, and theater is is really trying to be that safe space. I know that camp in general is very much good at being a safe space, but I think theater, you have to open yourself up in a certain way that you don't necessarily do in other walks of life. So I think having those conversations and learning that um, emotional sensitivity too, I think is really important. Um, And just making sure that you're seeing the bigger picture and not just looking at like what the product is that's being released at the end. Cause it's so much more than that. Yeah, no, 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 no doubt. So let me throw uh, one more question at you. If and and I see this having been a counselor and in this position, I see this at other camps. You've got the campfire, right, where all the kids are going to do their skits. the The program director, the director, is saying, "Okay, work with your kids on speaking to the audience and that kind of thing." Do you have any advice this for? Is how it's normally. That's right. <laughs> As Chris is looking <laughs> yeah. all around. Um, do you have any advice for counselors to, you know, help their group out, do a decent skit? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, this is what my, um, ScampCon presentation is about is, um, sort of elevating the stories that we tell. So yeah, I mean, it's basic things like facing the audience, those projection and like voice exercises are really important, but also like making sure that the story itself is good because I've sat through many campfires where you're like what is happening and right. sometimes it's cute because they're five years old and you're like oh okay they're just being five and sometimes you're like they it's complete chaos on, on stage <laughs> wait and- was the was the bench invisible I don't understand what just <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah and it, go, it can go very wrong very fast so um I think also making sure that there is a counselor that has a hand in what's happening is really important because I think sometimes those are the times when counselors kind of take a step back and they're like, no, you guys figure it out and make it you (laughs) and have fun. Um, So first and foremost that, but then, you know, and and writing out what's going to be said, not just going off the cuff because Mm -hmm. especially with kids, like that can be really risky and they don't have to memorize the lines, but at least if you have something written out, there's a structure you know, in place for that. And then making sure they can be seen and heard. 
Right. And get them some costumes what? so they can play. That's oh, right. totally. Yeah, yeah. Costumes make everything better. Right. When I was a teacher, we we did a America's Got Talent day, and the kids could do their own performances. And I will right. never forget this one. The, these girls did a skit, but they they ran from like each corner of them gymnasium all over the place, and they would like get in their little corner and like they talk, and no one could hear. Oh, it was after that we're like, okay, we're gonna have to teach the children some skills before they <laughs> come on and perform. But yeah, that's oh, yeah. awesome. I love it. So yay, ScamCon three! Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Are you? Yeah. Are you? Have you done everything? Are you ready to go? Yeah. I'm not. I'm glad you're ahead of me. I am I was... nowhere near close. I will be. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah. I, definitely. Awesome. Uh, Lindsay is not one I need to worry about uh, when it comes to getting her her stuff in. Chris, you're a little. Me, you're you're on my radar. Uh, <laughs> I need reminders. You have two weeks left. You <laughs> <have>. <laughs> Lindsay, you were thinking about uh, having your camp in Florida, right? Is that still the plan? Possibly. I think it being in the South is something that's important to me because okay. if you look at the nature of most of the well-known theater camps, they're up North. Um, and I, I understand oh, that because it makes it accessible to like New York city to go and see Broadway and, and things like that. But um, being in the South is really important um, because there are kids who can't afford camp let alone to fly to you know the north to be at these camps so and i'm from florida originally so there's a part of me that that loves it there and i know that um i was really involved in florida thespians when i was in high school um which you know their state festival is eight thousand kids that take over tampa for a week um yeah it was the best week of the year kids running around (laughs) (laughs) yeah tampa didn't know it hit them but um, sure and there's a lot of acting going on at disney world yeah i think florida is a great place for it for a lot of reasons all right well you know i'm down here so if you need help let me know (laughs) i'll definitely give you a call don't you worry (laughs) all right i have to know what is your favorite show um so of all time it's probably spam a lot what? Which is based on Monty Python and the Holy uh-huh. Grail. Okay. It's the musical version. It's very fun. Oh, wow, funny. Highly recommend. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's, it's oh, awesome. it's great. What about you, Chris? What's your favorite show? I, Wicked. I'm. I love Wicked. Oh my goodness. I'm, that's. I like. I'm a big though. I've always been that way with everything. Like the kind of the recreating the stories. Like I even when Once Upon a Time came out on TV, I love that how they just change up the original stories. And so that's why I love Wicked. Kurt, you got a favorite? I do I mean I've seen Phantom of the Opera, Cats, and Nutcracker. I think that's it. So I, I don't, you know, give me a blue man group really is kind of my thing. <laughs> oh, cool. you not have you not seen the new Hamilton on Disney? I or? still have not, no. Have you seen the no. new cats? I know. I have no. <laughs> not after I, I heard refuse. about how horrible. I refuse. You can also see the Shrek Broadway version. I what? think it's on Netflix yeah. or it's on one of the streaming services. Yeah. Oh, from I'm Broadway. Not, it's it's actually it really good. You it don't think great. it's going to be as good as it is. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And Newsies. Newsies from Broadway is also on Disney Plus. Okay. All right. That's I did like I liked the, the movie Newsies. Yeah. So it's, right on. The stage version is really good. There's a lot out there that's accessible. Nice, nice. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Thank uh, you for having yeah, me. Yeah, if, if people want to get a hold of you, uh, what's the best way to contact you? 
Um, the best way is probably by email. Um, you can either email my personal email, which is just lindsaysigler at gmail.com, or um, I have a camp email that's camp soliloquy. <laughs> you can figure out how to spell that. It's oh, my S- goodness, yeah. U-Y at gmail.com. Nice, nice. Social media, I'm happy to friend people and, and chat on there. It's fun to make those connections. Perfect, perfect. Uh, and then when you write that book, How to Do Theater at Camp, then let mm-hmm. me know. Or we get the word out. <laughs> for sure uh anything awesome. else chris yeah we i have no idea what's coming up next week we have not figured that out yet so it's gonna be something amazing i'm sure always but yeah Lindsay, thanks so much for being on this is awesome talk i'm i'm a band nerd i love theater too i was in the pit for all the musicals and stuff loved it so thank you thank you thank you i love but, that thank y'all so much for having me Yeah, awesome. Well, from around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya.